this is Catherine and you're listening to the One Calm Voice podcast. Hi there everybody and it is so lovely to have you along here with me today. I trust that everybody is safe and well and I trust that everybody will continue to stay and be safe and well. And these COVID times will pass now that I've got all of those little bits and pieces out of the way. Let me say to you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to be that one calm voice or manage that internal dialogue when you are feeling envious of another person. That is a tricky one, isn't it? That's a big old juicy one. When you are experiencing envy towards another, and most of the time we won't even admit that. We won't even want to admit it to ourselves that we're experiencing envy. And isn't that telling? Isn't that telling? Like if I was pissed off with somebody or if I was angry with somebody, I would definitely share it, wouldn't I? And maybe not with the person that I was angry with. That depends, doesn't it? But I would definitely say it to my friends. I would say, I'm so angry with my boss. I'm so angry. But would I say I'm envious? You know, hand on heart, I'm not sure I would. And do you know why? Because at the nub of envy and that feeling of envy is the belief that you are less than the other person. Yeah, that's why we feel envy. Or that they are somehow better than you. Do you think that, do you think that's the case? Let's try and unravel it a little bit more say I am envious of and I know what I could be envious of I would be envious of somebody else's lovely legs oh yes I don't like my legs um isn't that such a weird thing to say because my legs take me everywhere I need to go so I'm grateful for them in that respect but of all of the parts of my body yeah not really the legs I'm not really a leg fan and that is because I do have thick thighs (laughs) now I thought maybe in these COVID times that could be the perfect opportunity to thin the thighs um, and maybe thicken the hair. But unfortunately, the opposite has happened. And that hair of mine is thinning and my thighs are thickening. That is a lot of THs for me. But look, um, I could be envious of somebody else. I definitely could. And I wouldn't want to share that. Now, it's easy for me to share it here because I'm just sitting in my little room, in my little space, and I'm talking out to the ether. And who hears? Who knows? But I'm trusting that it will resound, you know, and vibrate with somebody out there. But yeah, this is the thing. We can be envious. Now, we won't often... Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So I am saying, when I... When I say, oh, I'm envious of that other person because they have, this is so stupid, but they have nicer legs than me, okay? I am actually just saying what goes on in my head, okay? Now, isn't, when you say it out loud like that, doesn't it just sound ridiculous, okay? But this is the thing. So if I was to get into that spiral, of feeling envious towards another. And of course, quite often, these feelings of envy are towards people that we love, people that we know, people that we share our lives with. And our feelings of envy towards siblings is a big one. Um, 
and other maybe family members, you know, extended family members, cousins, friends, friends of friends, in-laws, you know, that somebody has something you feel you don't have and you wish you did have. And you somehow think that, well, if I had those, my life would be better. If I had thinner thighs, would my life really be better? No, no. But I still do find myself comparing the comparing mind and having a little bit of leg envy from time to time. Now, I'm being slightly uh, frivolous about this because it isn't a big deal. And really, if I wanted thinner, if I really wanted thinner thighs, if I was really that worried about it, I would just work on that, wouldn't I? Um, rather than just using the excuse that perhaps they just run in my family. <laughs> OK, now um, I'm not that bothered about it. Except when I see somebody with really nice legs. No, no, I'm joking. Okay, let me get over that. Let me get over that. Now, let's look at it. Let's look at it a little bit more seriously. Okay, so. If I see somebody that is doing well. No, if I see somebody who appears to be doing really well who appears to have in this day and age many followers, who appears to be really successful. And I'm working hard, tipping away, chipping away, hoping that I will be successful. And then you see somebody. They're not doing half the work you're doing you think and yet they're being really successful and we can have envy then we can feel envious now what it means when you feel envious is this you are saying that somehow that other person is better that they have something that you want that they have something that you don't have that's even a better way of saying it that they have something that you don't have. And because you don't have it, you are less than them. Is any of that true? Really true, like? Some people will say, yeah, that is true because that other person that's really successful has a million pounds, a million euros in the bank, and I don't have a million euros. Do they, though? Do they really have a million euros? And do you think that having a million... We, we might think because we might equate contentment and success with cash. We often do now because we are a cash society, aren't we? We're a consumerist capitalist society. But it, there's no point asking me because I don't have a million euros in the bank. But I would love to ask somebody who does have a million euros in the bank do they feel contented? Do they feel like they have enough? Because I can be sure that they will be looking up that line and they'll be looking at the person who has two million euros in the bank and they'll be saying, that person has more than I have. I'm envious. I'm jealous. I want to be more like them. I They have something that I don't have. And see, when we continue to compare ourselves in this way, we will find it nigh on it but we will find it impossible to find contentment because our reference point isn't external to ourselves and we have no control over that 
we can't judge our internal world and our internal feelings and our internal experiences we can't compare that to somebody else's external appearance you just can't it's like comparing apples and oranges you just can't do it it doesn't make any rational sense whatsoever to compare those two things but yet we do it all the time and we waste so much energy on doing that So what I would say, if you're feeling envious, if you're feeling jealous, if you're looking towards somebody else, another business, another competitor in the town that you live in, and they appear to be doing really, really, really well, and they're shouting from the rooftops, wish them well. Wish them well. And think to yourself, maybe, well, if they can do that, I can do that too. I am not less than them. They don't have something I don't have. Let me look in and see what I have in here. And that begins then to be your reference point, your internal reference point, that you are the one that decides where your success lies and what would help you to feel like if you could imagine or visualize a picture of yourself being successful, what would that look like? And and we start thinking then about our intention and if you want to say even, you can say goal, you can think about your goal. What is it I want for me? You know, and then we we find that tendency to experience envy less, it becomes less and less and less. Why? Because you're not, you're not comparing your internal, your internal environment with somebody else's external appearance with their symbols of success that they're displaying that's no disrespect to anybody else it's absolutely no disrespect to anybody else but what it is is i'm hoping like a practical way of looking at how you can manage that internal dialogue of envy that we sometimes experience you know that that's a thought that you know when you when when you subscribe to envy you subscribe to the notion that you are less than somebody else and that's not true now your mind might be screaming as i'm saying that you might be screaming yes i am less than no you're not you're not you're not less than And if you don't believe that, if you do genuinely believe that I am less than, that I am not enough, then what I'll say to you is let's let's pause there and let's give ourselves a moment because the the utterance that you are less than is a thought. It's not a fact. It's a thought. And the power of our mind is massive and the power of our thoughts is massive. And it's much easier for us to believe something negative about ourselves rather than believing something positive. But anyway, that's a different story. Come back here to me now and think about that. That's a thought. It is a thought to consider and to believe that you are less than. So let's look for a fact. What is a fact? A fact is I am here. That will always be a fact. It will always be true. That simple statement, I am here. 
sit with that for a few minutes, repeating it now to yourself silently. I am, I am here. If your mind is really busy and you're thinking that this is BS, ask yourself now, okay, if my eyes are closed and I can't see my feet, how do I know my feet are here? How do I know my feet are still there? How do I know? Because you can give your attention to the feeling of your feet, the presence, the presence that you feel there in your feet. I am here. That is always a fact. You find yourself experiencing that thought that I am not enough. That I am somehow less than. No. That's a thought. What's a fact? I am here. Oh yeah, that, that's a definite fact. I can trust that. That is a definite fact. I am here. How do I know I'm here? Well, I am here. Can I feel myself being here? And then bring your attention maybe to your feet. You could bring your attention to your hands either or in even indeed to your heart. Or if you're sitting on the chair, bring your attention to your backside and feel, feel yourself sitting on the chair. I am here. And if that little inner critic pops up and says, you're less than, they're doing better than you, take a pause, take a breath, and I am here. Now, if you have been having some difficulty um, you know, acknowledging yourself, listening to yourself, we're feeling a little bit dis- disconnected from ourselves. And that happens a lot because we're striving, f- uh, we're striving in, in reference to or in relation to that external reference. Okay, remember what I said about the external reference, you know, that you're looking at your internal situation and you're comparing it to other people's uh, image, you know, their external, what their external, the appearance of how uh, success should look, you know, and, and, and we're all kind of tied up in that, you know, with consumerism, you know, with the clothes and the cars and the houses and the handbags and the jewelry and whatever whatever trappings or suppose symbols symbols of what's deemed to be successful now you know and it really is irrational to try and compare you just can't equate an internal feeling an internal state with an external appearance they're just in incomparable so what do we do next I would say use your name Catherine is here okay you use your name say it a few times 
sometimes it can have a really powerful effect, particularly if you haven't been listened to, if you haven't been heard. And feel that presence that, um, I'm going to say Catherine again, but that, oh, Catherine is here. Catherine is here. If it has been a while since you sat with yourself like this, or if it has been a while since you gave yourself attention like this, what can sometimes happen is it you can have, um, I suppose, a strong emotional response to acknowledging yourself. And if that happens or if it becomes too much, go back to your breath. Just watch your breath. And try and allow that um, the the certainty of the inhale following the exhale. Allow that certainty to soothe. And it will always soothe. It will always soothe. But if you do find yourself having a strong emotional response to acknowledging yourself in this way, to looking inwards, to seeing what treasure there is within you know that's natural too emotion like that is energy and sometimes you know there can be a lot of energy trapped in there if we haven't looked in in a while um the other thing is always is please be kind and gentle when you look in when you uh, look towards yourself try and look towards yourself as you would a good friend remember with that kind curiosity certainly without judgment release the judgment and instead try and find a space where you can be just as you are just as we all are perfectly imperfect if you find yourself saying I am not enough If you find yourself saying that or having that thought, remembering that that is a belief that you have created through a pattern of thinking the same thing over and over and over again. And like that well-worn path in the garden that we trample and walk, it gets deeper and deeper and more ingrained. The same thing with that thought that I am less than, or that belief, I should say, that I am less than. It comes from constantly thinking the same thoughts and having, believe it or not, uh, the neurons in your brain, you cr- you create that neural pathway by thinking the same thing over and over and over again. And do you know that the neurons that fire together, wire together? So all we have to try and do is we have to try and just, you don't have to, but if you would like to live with a little bit more ease in your life, then a practical thing that you can do to help yourself is to change the I am less than to I am here. And the I am here is a fact. It is a fact. And the more time we give to that thought, to that practice of uh, I am here, the more steadiness we will find in our lives, the less envy we will find ourselves experiencing. And not that there's anything wrong with any emotion that we experience. They're all part of 
what it is to be human. They're all part of the human condition. But you know, sometimes they can have that effect within us because we can't, but the nature of the mind-body connection means that we can't have a thought in isolation. We also have the physical manifestation of the thought. And sometimes that can be less than good for the health of our heart, for our blood pressure, for our cortisol levels, you know. Um, and so that's why we try and do something always that is nourishing for us, that is good for ourselves. So um, if you find yourself experiencing or being in that belief where I am not enough, if you can at all notice when that happens. And it, the, when you notice that, you know, guys, that's a moment of triumph. When you notice, oh, I see what's happening here. I see what's happening. That is a moment of triumph. And then you can switch it. You can reframe the I am to the things that you are. And for a fact, I am here. I am here, you know, and then you can start to think about then as well. I am the other things that you are. I am wise. I am kind. I am loving. I am strong. I am sometimes funny, you know, that's okay. Find just allowing yourself to, you know, get really comfortable with that feeling of your own presence, that internal reference. And that's where we find that sense of ease and contentment and fulfillment in our lives. Because I would... Um, really strongly question that having a million euros or a billion euros in your bank account will not guarantee contentment, a feeling of contentment, because there will always be somebody, somebody else to compare yourself with if your sense of um, reference is outside of yourself. Whereas if that reference, that you know, and it, it, it it's not really comparing, but when you're looking inside, you are sort of noticing, well, am I, um, how do I feel about this? Do I, do I feel steady? You know, and, and then if you feel steady, well, then that is, it does lead to that sense of ease, that sense of contentment. Now, I'm rabbiting on about it. It's much nicer and much more important that you try to experience it for yourself. Remember, as always, that it is not my intention ever to get you to believe what I believe. It is purely my intention to try to find the words or let the words flow through me that might just remind you of what you already know to be true you're wise we're all wise okay so that one calm voice and really what it is 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 that internal dialogue that we we switch it from from the one that's kind of in our you know in our general atmosphere at the moment is that kind of critical voice that says money makes you important or having you you know an imp- a, a title makes you important and gives you power. You know, but I don't subscribe to that. I've never subscribed to that. I believe that sense of, you know, power, that that power of presence 
is massive and it's a uh, it's a game changer if you could allow yourself to tap into it okay so that i am here is always true so maybe you know for the next week or for the next couple of days if you wanted to even consider that that i am here you know there is another level to that but we'll come to that in time but if you were to think about that for now if you catch yourself having or in the middle of it that belief because you've created that thought pattern I don't mean that in a, a in a judgy way I mean it happens it happens to all of us that we have these patterns of thinking that create you know a really strong neural pathway in our brain and therefore when we find ourselves in a in a, a, a given situation we that impulse is so strong because the neural pathway and then the neurons just fire so quickly and, and then we're like oh yeah that that that's it that's that's how I react that's how I that's how I manage a situation like this but we can change that we can change it just takes a little bit of time and it takes a repeated behavior that we practice the I am here so my darling friends I am going to sign off for now um as always I hope that I have um not even me I hope that the the words have somehow um, hit the spot I hope they landed where I pitched them to Um, thank you as always for tuning in thank you for your hearts and your minds and your ears and shall we just keep going for another little while I'm Catherine, and you have been listening to the One Calm Voice Podcast. <laughs>